What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi and Dr. Wes Hendricks, who could not be here with us today, but I promise he'll be here next episode. We're going to talk about all things health-related, and we'll talk, talk about all sorts of health information, as well as dig into all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Today, believe it or not, we have my neighbor, my neighbor here, um, Mary. Say hi, Mary. Hi, guys. (laughs) Um, I was thinking about this on the way here, that we have, honestly, like a really healthy street. We do. Do you know what I mean? Like we have like two um, or three people that I know that are like consistent runners. Yes. Right? So you, we'll get into your story a little bit, but like run a gym out of your home, right? Me, the physical therapist. It's just like, man, we should just start our own like boot camp on Scooter Street Street. or something. (laughs) That would be really cool. Um, so anyway, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of what you do for those of um, us who don't know. Awesome. Um, well, I am, I always say I'm way first. Rich likes when I say that. Um, <laughs> little props to him. Mm-hmm. Um, mom of two boys, fifth and sixth and fifth grade. We've reached middle school now. A little scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am founder and I like to say head fitness and lifestyle coach at Gaia Fit. Um, Gaia Fit, I guess we, we focus on outdoor boot camps. Uh, we do a little small group training, um, in homes and in my own home and, uh, lifestyle nutrition programming. That's perfect, right? That's all around. Yes. Yeah. So like, I have so many questions because I've been wanting to dig into this, dig into this stuff yeah. for years. So maybe get into the story first. So I don't get ahead of myself as to how you started Guy fit. Like what wow. inspired you? What, what's, what a day one look like? Like, yeah. she's like, Oh, I'm working out by myself in the garage. Hey, does somebody want to come join me or, you know, what yeah. happened there? Um, well, I'll give you a little, little bit of the backstories. I actually started out as a teacher for five years, was in education and when, you teach? uh, preschool through fifth grade, I, I focused on preschool. And then the second half was, uh, like special ed remedial classes. The kids would come in and we do remedial math and, and reading, um, cool. during that time, got married right at the point where we started talking about having kids. I had that moment of, I love teaching, but I am kind of an all in person and I want to be all in with my kids. And I couldn't see myself doing both. So I went to my natural personal passion, but also something that I saw as a teacher, as kids were coming in the classroom and even just parents. So with preschool, you deal with a lot of the, you deal with the parents daily just seeing them exhausted, tired, seeing the food coming in, just the lifestyle habits. Um, so that with it being my own passion, it just seemed like a natural lead in to so you saw some of the parents who were like, man, they're not healthy. They're not happy. I want to kind of attack that space. Yeah. So I, I, at that moment, I saw it more from the children perspective. Um, so I started out when I transitioned to training, my focus was I'm going to work with these kids. Mm-hmm. And, and we know that's tough. Right? Yes. Like I did pediatrics too. Realized I mean, you yeah. can't, if you send a, one of my, my light bulb went off one day when I was teaching a kid's class and we incorporated nutrition in it. And this little girl was going out with a little piece of kale and she was so excited. She tried it raw and liked it. 
how odd is that for, you know, a six-year-old to go? She's like, mom. And the mom went, ew, what is that? Mm -hmm. I was like, all my work for that past hour is gone. Right. She's <laughs> so, not going to eat kale again. Yeah. Her mom doesn't like it. Yeah. She doesn't like so it. So the light bulb was kind of like, you have to, have to work with the parents first, hit them there, and then it'll hopefully trickle down to the family. Interesting, right? Because yeah. it would be almost impossible to make an impact on a child, if no matter what you do, because the parents are leading a certain yeah. lifestyle, right? You look around and typically, unfortunately, if you see an unhealthy or let's be honest, obese yes. yeah. husband and wife, the child, not always, not but, always, but, but you see it a lot, right? Especially, especially that like young, that, yeah, that preschool mm -hmm. age, which was where my passion was. I was like, oh, you get them young, you get them started, but you can't an hour a week for six week programs at a time was not going to change the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As much as we wanted yeah. to so bad. Yes. Cause you jam pack that hour, right? Yeah. yeah. We did the same thing when I did PS yeah. PT. Yep. At that time I was at, um, working for a health club, um, uh, look more of a high-end health club in New Jersey for eight years. That's right. You're from Jersey, right? This is the Healthy Charleston no, podcast. I, I wonder how the Charlestonians <laughs> feel about Jersey. At least you're not from Ohio. Not from Ohio. Right. And we have embraced Charleston. We love it. And we're embracing all the lifestyle pieces of it. So yeah. We, yeah. 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 Y'all are big fans. That Jersey pride gets, well, it comes out sometimes, but yeah. we try to hide it a little bit. We try to push it down a little. Yeah. Jayon especially <laughs> is basically such yeah. a melting pot anyway. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm a local and I'm basically a, you know, you rainbow covered unicorn at this point. That's like true. I'm, there's nothing doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. Um, but I guess I love the transition from the club to, you'll find this interesting. Um, I always thought, you know, with training, with having kids working for somebody would be easier. And it was my husband who, after seeing me, he saw me do a couple of presentations and one day he was like, why don't you do something on your own? Why don't we go out and create a business about this? And that spiraled into nights of, you know, brainstorming and Gaia fit. I mean, that's the cliff notes version was kind of born out of him going, you're so frustrated working for somebody else mm -hmm. working for the big gym. I was tired of trying to sell for them and selling things I didn't really believe in. So you were working for like a Globo gym, essentially. Yes. If you think like a crunch fitness or, yeah. um, Gold's gym, whatever. Yes. Your, yeah. And people closing. paid good. I mean, it was the baseline membership was a hundred dollars a month. Okay. And then they paid for a little more high end on top of them. It was definitely high end, the spa upstairs. And yeah. when you say you did presentations, like what did that entail? Um, I started to do more nutrition workshops because, uh, about three years into personal training, I realized you can get your clients this far. But if they're going home and not changing their diet, you can't take them to where they really want to go. So I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition to try to enhance my nutrition degree. So coming out of school and during that schooling, they encouraged you to do workshops. So I would go and do talks to like, we had the Jersey Shore Tri Gals, like little, little so community clubs, events, not community to the members events. themselves. No, because they had a nutrition program that I really couldn't. This was separate Speak from the Bobo Jam. We're just like, oh, I've learned this stuff. Let me see how it's received. Yeah. And then maybe some of those people would work with you anyway yes, in the gym. Right? Exactly. So it's a double yeah. like, feeding you twice almost. Yes. What like I'm always curious, like, in my opinion, this kind of push for integrative medicine, functional mm -hmm. medicine has been huge. Like yeah. I think we both probably know multiple people who like are trying to get in that space and like I think it's a very powerful space. Yeah. We won't go into all that. I'm sure we, we may, right? Yeah. But like what did you learn like at that integrative like 
Do they just kind of like give you the cliff notes of, of what nutrition can do for your body as opposed to pharmaceuticals maybe or um, yeah, it was, like a, um, it was a very holistic approach. Yeah. So, I mean, I went in there wanting to know just the science and the nutrition, um, which you got that. And every, every weekend it was weekend workshops. So you'd spend three days, you know, all day, they would have the top experts come in like David Wolf or, mm-hmm. um, I'm going blank on, um, Dr. Sears, uh, would come in and they would, you know, give that, give you your, so you learned everything from paleo to why you should be vegetarian to why milk is bad for you. Then the next day someone would come in and milk is good for you. Well, so it's they awesome. really, you get a little bit of everything, right? They hit you with everything. Cause there's not this yeah. one secret sauce, right? It's like keto yes. is going to change everybody's life, right? right. Like it yeah. could be appropriate for some people, right? Under the right circumstances. It was bio-individuality awesome. was like the focus of and it. And sort of integrated, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And the, the other half, which I didn't embrace at first, but I've learned through the years and I'm really starting to incorporate it now was the psychology portion of it where they would, you know, you'd sit in class and they'd have you turn and do like pair sharing. They're like, well, you'd have to ask, you know, well, how do you feel? Or what do you think? And I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> I would sit there and like, I'm not sharing my problems with this woman. I've got two babies at home. I'm yeah. nursing one. Like I'm here. I'm just lucky that I'm here, you know, like, but I learned through time, I've gone back to that paperwork, how to work myself through the psychology point. Mm-hmm. And I found myself, I can reach people even better after I embraced that portion of right. it. Right, right. And that's part of, I feel like any evolution. And that's what I love about you in general is like, you are constantly trying to improve or learn something new. Like we've talked multiple times, like, hey, what about this? Go check yeah. this out. And you'll check it out. Most people will send them stuff. And they don't yeah. look at it. I can tell. And that's fine. Right. right. But you looked at it. You're like, oh, my God. And you start incorporating like one or two things into yes. your class. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the way to um, embrace like this kind of like active learning 24-7, especially yes. in the world um, we live in now. Um, as well as I really like that. Well, we'll just keep going on that. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, that's exactly where I you get to the point, like you're always learning and there's always something nutrition and fitness wise, you can't possibly know enough. Yeah. Uh, which is cool and scary at the same time, because sometimes when people ask you, you want to be able to be their expert and give them everything. And I've learned that it's okay sometimes to say, I'll get back to you on that. I'm not really so sure. Right. And or, health is like that. I think people yeah. don't understand the health is like that. Like you can look at, and you know, this is usually an example I use, like we cannot definitively say that smoking causes cancer, right? Like you can't do a, a legit control right. group where you yeah. give them cigarettes every day and then a control you don't. And then fit, like, yeah. there's just no way to do it. Right. So like everything in a way, it's really just a correlation or a hypothesis yes. that can you confirm your bias or maybe not confirm your bias. Right. And so you kind of just have to, you know, I always talk about how N equals one. Yeah. Your, your own, right? Like, yes. It's you have to figure out what works for you and your body and what, what may work for you now and yeah. not work for you in 10 years. I usually answer questions with questions, which I think drives people crazy. Yeah. But I'm like, I can't answer that without knowing more. Like, right. what did you do that day? Or what did you do yesterday? Or what happened the day before? What did you eat? What did you? Yeah. Yeah. And that's usually the sign of somebody who's a little more ahead of other people, because just like you said, you can't really answer a question correctly until you get all the information. Yeah. And you need to assimilate all the information first as opposed to, hey, how do I lose weight? Well, you do this, this, and this. No, like right. I'm usually asking way more questions about yeah. your current lifestyle. Yes. Well, you know what I mean? Things like that. And I love, now I remember what I was going to say, I love that you just weren't ready. And a lot of 
we talk about this all the time, you aren't ready for that psychology piece right then right. and there. You have to have like a, it's even with my physical therapist, yeah. like they need to have a baseline first, mm-hmm. base knowledge, practice that knowledge, get comfortable with it, and then you can layer something yes. else on top of it because yeah. there's a curve there, right? It's so true. And that, that made me I remember my very first fitness conference after being certified and, you know, all the trainers from the gym, we went together. I think it was uh, an idea of like fitness conference. And I remember sitting next to a very experienced, our like general manager was next to me and he's like, you know, kind of going, this is, he knows all of this. And I'm like taking notes going, what did he say? Like mm-hmm. the technical terms, I was still trying to grasp right. and figure it out um, to where now I'm like more in that position. I'm like, oh, okay. Like very picky about where I go to. And it's yeah. definitely in the beginning, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a book I read and I'll, I'll link to it. It's called The Art of Learning. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that movie? Um, it's called Searching for Bobby Fisher. You know what I'm talking about? It's from the yeah. 90s. It was like a Bobby Fisher was like this chess champion, like prodigy okay. who like took on all the Russians and was this yeah. amazing guy. His name's actually Josh Waitzkin. It's on the Tim Ferriss podcast. And it talks about literally the art of learning. Like at first you need to yeah. just assimilate the information. Then you get really good at assimilating information. Then eventually you can just assimilate information without even thinking about assimilate. And that's when you can layer something else on top of it. Oh, that's like, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's kind of like, um, looking at the matrix. Yeah. Like in the beginning, yeah. you look at nutrition, it's like all I see is zeros and ones. I don't know what's going on. And eventually right. everything gets put together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can just look at something at a drop of a hat. You know? Yeah. Definitely. You know, probably before somebody's like, well, how do I lose weight? And you're like, well, you just gave him some basics. It did. And I didn't follow through and listen yeah. to that at home. But that's because, yeah. Are you working? Are you commuting to work? Are you right. going home to kids? Are you, yeah. Stuff's way more important. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So cool. So we started the, the um, brainchild began in Jersey. It did. Right. Yes. And were you training out of your home even then? I was not. So that's when I was working at the health club. Um, it was 10 minutes from my house. Okay. Um, and my schedule was very tailored around. I would. I would wake up, I would train some, like two clients, 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., come home, get the kids to daycare, Rich went to work, and then I would work for a couple more hours. Um, so it was kind of a very, uh, so I was still there mm-hmm. and starting to do a little bit of nutrition groups and coaching, but kind of soft entry. A lot of it was more um, free because I wasn't confident in my skills yet at that point. Right. But, um, that's that's what they say to do, right? At the beginning, just get those, get comfortable and working with friends and kind of, you know, sitting on their kitchen table with the kids playing on the sideline. Nothing wrong about people. You can't get stuff for free. Like in the beginning, please get like, learn your craft before you charge somebody. Like it's okay to do that. When Gaia Fit launched, I would say, oh, my friends come to class. You're not paying me. I'm like, we need people here. You know, it was like, let's get things going. But we started, I mean, Gaia Fit ended up launching there right when we launched, we decided that we were going to relocate to Charleston. So it was an interesting time. We were maybe three months. I finally got my classes at a consistent basis. I was still in the gym halftime and like starting guy fit halftime. And, uh, we got somebody to rent our house and Rich was like, all right, we're leaving. And I'm like, well, crap. Like, what do I, like, yeah. what do I do? So I had ended up bad business mistake, but it was a good learning experience. Rather than someone buying your business, I kind of gave them all my income and gave them my business, like on a little platter. Like um, clients? Um, yeah. And I said, well, they became a, a part of Gaia Fit. 
So they were now running Gaia Fit and they were paying us monthly for branding and for website use. Sure. Um, but I kind of, I think I was so scared at that point. I was like, oh, these people, we launched it through Groupon. These people have packages. What do I do? I can't mm-hmm. just leave. So um, we had somebody take it over there. And then as we came here, um, we moved here in June and probably my first class we ran in November here. So there was a good six month before I got it kickstarted here. Sure. Just get your, get everyone settled, yeah. find schools, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Find and, out what you wanted to do. And who would give the one thing I think people don't realize is with the outdoor fitness classes is who would give, um, proper permission for you to use the parks. Sure. Um, and people are like, Oh, let's just go to this park. I'm like, no, I need my business permit is here. So finding Interesting. what town would allow and what their rules were allowing and Daniel Island. I mean, see, I would have assumed that you yeah. could just do it wherever. Whenever. Yeah. So I paid like, it's a yearly license and you tell them when you're using their property and you like, fine. I'm on their liable insurance or in line. And yeah. Okay. So finding all of those dynamics to line up and into place and, get it started. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So we got the, let's just say we got the business side rolling a little bit. Yeah. Or even, you know what, let's back up even a little bit more. Cause I really like to dig into this. Like what got you even into fitness and like, what made you even ask the question, how do I become fitter and how do I get people healthy? Like, yeah. You know, like is yeah. there a story behind that? Usually there is right there. There actually is. Um, and this is, this can segue like, this is why we started our middle school girls program too. I, I was grew up in a little, small little town. Um, and I was in Jersey, in Jersey, in New Jersey. Um, and I was, you know, eighth grade yearbook, you could pull it out. I was class athlete. I was on every sport. Um, I was like the, we call it the, the big fish in small pond. And then my parents decided, which is a blessing in disguise at the time. I did not like it. Um, that they wanted us to be challenged. So I went to a private school, you know, it was about a half an hour away. Um, but we would commute back and forth, but it was bigger, um, a bigger pond. So I was not a small fish and I struggled in athletics. I, you know, you go in there with your ego, like I'm on the basketball team, I'm the starter, you know, and Mm -hmm. by sophomore year, I was no longer playing basketball. Oh, wow. I was, um, that's when I started running to kind of take place in between seasons. Um, sophomore year was kind of the turning point. I got cut from the softball team, the basketball team, I was running, which I learned to love, but then I was battling with shin splints and, you know, my whole, (laughs) that's been a lifelong um, journey. journey. Yeah. Um, So I, sports, like that whole life went kaput. Fast forward into college. I always tell people like you joke about the freshman 15. I probably put on the freshman 20 to 25 within before I came home for Christmas, like I remember came coming home and I like, cannot picture that. I mean, yeah. It was fit now, right? Like wow. my younger brother, who's like the, at the time was the sweetest guy ever. Like I walk in and he was like, Whoa, like he just looked at me and went, and I remember crying. My, my mom was like, I'll take you shopping, you know? And then the clothes kept going over like, okay, here's the next size up. Here's the next size oh, up. Wow. Yeah. Um, that on top of that experience. And then also not doing well in school and having your father threaten you get your grades up or you're coming home was a big turning point because I was determined to do better at school. But I also started at the time rollerblading was cool. So I started rollerblading, going to the gym and had to find, I guess the point, like when sports were ripped away from me, I didn't know what else there was. And nobody taught me what else to do. I see that a lot. Like Amy, my wife played college soccer her entire life. 
And now that she needs to like work out on her own, forgive me, Amy, but she needs to have accountability. She's doing things in a group. Like she doesn't know, like I've like worked out. I mean, I always played soccer, but really one sport, that's it. Yeah. And then as soon as I couldn't play that in college, I started working out on my own. I enjoy working out. There's a lot of people who just don't enjoy that or don't know how to do that anymore. Yeah. You know, even now with doing like more group classes and CrossFit or whatever, Sometimes I work like, oh crap, what do I do now? I do. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so yeah. uh, it's really hard to pick up for the first yeah. time. You don't even realize that. Yeah. And it, it was a big struggle, but it was, it was good. I fumbled a lot on my own and figuring out what I liked and. It's the best way to do it, it, right? Like you just learn so yeah. much. Yeah. You know? But if you, yeah, if you were to meet some of my college friends, they don't, a lot of them don't real. Unless they come to visit, they don't, they don't know they, they don't, don't know this Mary. Right. They're like, well, are you going to the party? We're going to order some pizza. We're yeah. going to drink some beer. You know, they know that. And they're like, who you're giving people nutrition advice. Yeah. What? Hold yeah. on. You know? Yeah. And of course, of course, at that time, how did I lose weight? It was like the low fat. Like I would go have like lettuce and I would put some vinegar on it and like nibble on the shit and then have my yogurt on the side. It was disgusting. Like, oh man, that's crazy <laughs> stuff. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was kind of the turning point of, uh, directing me on how to be like, what is exercise? What is it? Oh, mm-hmm. I feel good. I didn't feel good being, you know, 20 pounds overweight. And right. Yeah. And that can spill over to other aspects of your life. Like yes. my grades all of a sudden went up. Yes. I was a happier person, yes. right? More confident, et cetera. Keep your partying to Friday and Saturday, not yeah. <laughs> every day. Like exactly. Party every day gets really boring. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. Funny. That's yeah. Funny. That was, that was the tipping point. And that became an important part of my lifestyle. And it was fortunate, like Rich and I met shortly after college and we were kind of both in that same phase of like an active lifestyle. So that was just something that brought us together and then kept us together. So although I was teaching at the time, it was just something where we, we spent quality time together, exercising and, you know, cooking and, you know, having that kind of shared interest. Yeah. 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 I love that you kind of fumbled on your own. I was, I'm very much the same way and I still am. Like I like to do stuff. Yeah. Because then I know what to tell people not to do. Because yes. I already did, did it the wrong way. Yes. I'd be like, hey, here's what I learned. Yeah. You probably shouldn't, you know, try to bench press twice your body weight yeah. for the first time you go to the gym. Like you probably hurt your shoulder. Like those are just things that you learn kind of doing on, doing your, own. on your own. Exactly. You know? And then you can relate to people who yeah. are starting on their own. Like I think it makes you relatable. I think it yes. makes sometimes a better teacher. Not it's the only path. Right. There's multiple paths, but I think it's a great way. Because sometimes some people cannot be relatable if they've been a star athlete their entire lives. They have no idea what it's like to be the small fish. Struggling. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and let's let's be honest. Most of the people are struggling. Yes. Right? Yeah. In the real. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they see. And now, I mean, it's even harder. I don't even know what my path would have been like with social media. I mean, you open it up and we see all this perfection and these stories of how someone transformed in six weeks. And I'm like... Let me see you in six months yeah. after your six week transformation or in another year. Like yeah. this doesn't, this is not real. We just did a rant episode, me and Wes, just, just the two of us. Yeah. We talked all about that, how everyone in healthcare world too, like, Hey, I have a uh, shin splints yeah. come in and treat me one time and I'm done. Like, yeah. no, this is a six month to a year long journey. Like it's not a six week. I have a client I'm trying to get. <laughs> Yeah. She thought one session would fix her. I'm like, get back in there. Yeah, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough. And I get yeah. it, right? It's, it's people always going to look for the quick fix yeah. and need to continue to, you know, do quality over. Yeah. It's like, there's two plays there. We talked about this in business as well as in your personal life. Like you can either put a lot of quantity and just bam, 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 or you can stick to kind of like Keep something simple. Yeah. Or quality. yeah. Quality for sure. Okay. So 
now we're in Charleston and like, tell us a little bit about Gaia Fit and how it's growing. Maybe we talked about how some things are maybe transitioning or changing um, in the business. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So right now our, I mean, our, our outdoor boot camps are awesome. Um, That's kind of our main focus. And then we, I like to complement it with the small group training in the garage for getting that added strength training in Mm -hmm. because there's so, there's so much there's so many weights I can lug down back and forth to the park. And it's supposed to be boot camp style, teaching people. My main goal is to teach people how to keep it simple. Like I, I think that's another thing is there's so, especially around here, which is fabulous. There's so many boutiques and different, but people think it's like, I can either do this or I do this, or I'm only going to do bar or I'm only going to do yoga or I'm only going to do CrossFit. And I like to take like what I learned, take the kind of what I think is the best pieces from each one mm-hmm. and incorporate that into like, we have our, how can we move our body and how can we keep it simple so that you don't need a lot of stuff? Like you don't need to put yourself in a perfect room in a perfect box to have a good workout. Does that make sense? A hundred percent, right? Like- um, we put all these boundaries up around ourselves. Like if everything doesn't line up and I'm like that, no, you've got to learn to just, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a big thing in, in healthcare too. It's like, Oh man, like um, we'll just keep using shin splints. I got shin splints. That means I need to stop running and I need to start doing yoga and I need to start doing this. Like, no, here, pick yeah. these three things to start changing. Yeah. Change them. Keeping it simple yeah. is like an act of genius Huge. in life. And it's very, very yeah. difficult to keep things sim- simple. Simple. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, then we overcomplicate them and it's really just an excuse, unfortunately, for like you just kind of alluded to inaction. Inaction. That's exactly it. We, we go stagnant and we do nothing. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that on top of, we just, um, uh, business wise added our strong girls. I shouldn't say just, it's been a couple of years of kind of growing our middle school program, but now we've kind of de- developed a really good, well-rounded, we worked through anywhere from fifth grade to ninth grade girls. And I think this is when I look back, you know, I was trying to get those kids at a young age. I think this is a cool space to get, um, girls or boys because they want to learn. Um, they're open to it. And they can, I see them almost going home and changing, getting their parents to look at things. The relationship between the parents and child is a little different. So I feel like they are having an influence over their parents as well. So yeah, we that's have, both good and bad. It is. About that it is. But yeah. in that, that's a great way. It's like, I like that silver yeah. lining, right? Because kids are like, I see all these athletes. I see all these fit people. I want to look like them. Yeah. And I want to make these changes. And they go to you and yeah. hopefully do it, you know buying into your long-term yeah. vision of that yeah. as opposed to like, you know. And part of my inspiration for that was like my own, I tell them my own personal experience. Some of them come in as athletes and I'm like, you know, these are the tools. One, it's going to help you stronger in your sport. Um, but two, when you don't have your sport anymore, you're going to remember these tools and you're going to have them. Like there's mm-hmm. at the age where they're going to hold on to that. Um, and then you have some girls that come in that they don't, they might play the piano or they do, you know, but they don't have that physical outlet. Um, so we, you're giving them the tools to. And here's the bottom line. Like in this day and age, there's no way you can't exercise. Right. Like you need, like, it's not like a, "Eh, I should exercise. I should jog. Like, no, like I use this a lot, like exercise or die. Like it's, I know it's drastic, but it's like, we don't, we sit all day. Like we have no chance to like, we're not working in fields anymore. No. Like, you know what I mean? We're not a grandmother who's like, who's walked her entire life and done all these things. Right. Like, no, like there's unfortunately no excuse because you're not getting your daily amount of activity in everyday life yeah. period. And we just yeah. know that keep maintaining muscle mass. Like I love this kind of strong girls or just strong people in general yeah. movement that, you know, 
was been fueled by CrossFit. That's, yeah. that's fine, yes. but there's other ways yeah. to do it, obviously. Um, but getting under load and maintaining muscle mass, like there's nothing, the data is coming out again and again. There's nothing better to maintain your quality of life mm -hmm. and longevity than maintaining muscle mass. Yeah. Like it's okay to lift weights. Like I would love to get into, and, and I don't think today's the right day, but like the whole idea of being, maybe we can do a little, little bit on it. Okay. The idea of being bulky if you lift weights and like seeing all yes. that stuff. Like I know that's such a big animal, but like, yeah. You know, um, you know, you just see a lot of uh, women typically, you know what I mean? Who are like, I'm lifting weights, but they're lifting three pound dumbbells yes. as they're walking or something like that. And like, that's unfortunately not load. No we just had the conversation about um, weighted vest and dumbbells as you walk. And I was like, well, what's your goal? <laughs> you know, we started, yeah. but I was like, you know, I see a couple of people and I'm like, it's not, it's yeah. not strength training. It's yeah. just not, it's not. you know, yeah. like it's, you know. You gotta, you don't have to get a Walmart max, but like it helps. And then you be, gotta be at that yeah. sixty to sixty-five percent of that. Yeah. And you know, most people, it's way higher than they think. Yeah. You know, like I'll put a, a fifteen-pound dumbbell. They're like, I can't curl that. It's I'm like, yes, you can. Go can. curl it. Yeah. Oh man, I can curl that. Yes. So you've now gone thirty-five years thinking you can't curl a fifteen-pound right. dumbbell. So um, I love the movement, and I think it's changing. It's you huge. know, it's but great. It's but it's amazing, even with the movement. How many? I mean, I still get women that come in, and I'll give them the 15 pound dumbbells and they're like, well, I don't want to get bulky. Like, okay. Jeanette, let's, let's talk genetics first. Let's just go there. Yeah. <laughs> um, like it's not going to happen. Right. You know? But yeah. It's let's just the, talk science. Like to yeah. get hypertrophy, you need to do X, Y, yeah. Z. Like you may feel that way. And then right. now we're circling back to the psychology of it. Yes. Is that right? Like yeah. literally your body's not changing. It's just you view. Yeah. You know? And then like, that's where it escapes me. Then, you know, I'm, not a woman and I don't understand that, but like, you know, the idea of, of feeling bulky and like, there's also, I've asked some questions also the idea of like being too strong as a woman and that not being attractive and like yeah. all these other things that like, but I mean, I feel, I feel yeah. like we're breaking, breaking I think some we're of that. Right? Like, yeah. I think slowly. it's huge. And that I always try to, especially with the middle school girls. And I mean, we, I love that you're talking that from a young too, age. Yep. Is that part of our philosophy is like that strength when you challenge yourself physically it also makes you stronger internally mm -hmm. and trying to get them to make that connection, especially at that age to where everything means a big deal. Like yeah. the world can fall apart in seconds, but giving yeah. you that confidence. So what are you doing with them typically for this? Yeah. Like, I, I'm really fascinated yeah. by this because we've tried to do some new stuff. It's very difficult for me to get buy-in. Yes. Um, so, but I'm really curious. And I you. do still find it's been, and that's why it's been, it's been a couple years of, of trying it. Um, we stick to foundations and I do find there's that tipping edge though, where someone, um, if they're starting to zero in on a certain sport, they, even in sixth grade, they feel like they should be doing more sports specific things. Well, we've talked about the early sports yeah. specialization. And I try to rewind and like, well, if you, let's talk about the functional push-up. Let's talk about your core strength, yeah. like the squat. Let's, let's do that correctly. And that's going to build the foundation for when that's, when the time comes to specialize. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. And it's going to make you a better athlete in general. We, just, yes. we know, I've, we forgot we talked about that too. The different sports that you do and the better you do some of this cross training, yeah. the more you strength train, uh, it's going to make you a better yeah. athlete. Yeah. Like, then you're going to be stronger. You're yeah. going to be faster. You know, you're yeah. already really good at soccer or softball. Like, yeah, you can make these small incremental changes. Right. Robert here at yeah. CrossFit told me that. And I thought it was the best analogy. Like, yeah. You can either make this 1% change, go from 90 to 91 you know what I mean? With hours of work or you right. can go from 20 to 70 yeah. with hours of work doing strength training. Yes. Where do you want to put your yeah. investment of your time? And that's, we try to keep it simple with them. It's very foundational. Yeah. Um, 
And within those foundations to keep, I mean, just, it's the same thing as adults. It's really not any different. The same thing with the foundations is you just, you mix it up a little bit. You mix up the reps, you mix up the order of it, give them a medicine ball instead of a dumbbell or, you know, when we get to that, when they get to that point, um, incorporate the running, you're sprinting one day, you're, you just kind of take a foundational push up, squat, sit up. You got to make it entertaining too, right? With adults too, you can't just be like, I'm just going to squat and deadlift and push ups. Make games out of it. Yeah. 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 Anything that they can interact and interesting. Got some rock, paper, scissors games that you can do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's some fun stuff. Yeah. I mean, like with the whole fitness movement, I feel like there's really, um, there's just so much new stuff coming out. Like the, the, Swing burpee challenge. Yes. You know what I mean? You still got to do that. Still man. I'm going to harp on that until, because that was fun. And I know you can do that. Yeah. There's no way you it's up here. It's in the head. Yeah. It. It's, it's, totally it's timing, right? Yes. It was, it was uh, for, if you don't know, um, if you haven't heard of this, basically, if I remember, you can correct me. Mm-hmm. You basically swing and then you burpee underneath and yes. then jump over it and you try to do like yes, as you're three in a row or something. Yeah. I've got one and a half, I think, yeah. consistently. One is better than none, you know what I mean? <laughs> you got to get that two or three, though. Yeah. yeah. Got it's... lots of like clonks on the head. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of trial and errors. Oh, there. yeah. That's fun. That's, That's a good cool. one, though. Yeah. Um, so now we're, you said a little bit about this. I don't want to go too deep because we're you know getting slowly mm-hmm. running out of time here, having way too much fun. Um so you, you start with boot camps, you start with fitness mm-hmm. and obviously the drive there to make a bigger impact continues to be there. And so what do you think as you start to implement something new or, or focus more on lifestyle? Like, yeah, where does that transition kind of change? Like, how do you get somebody who's in your boot camp? I'm fascinated by this because it's something we want to do in our practice too, yeah. is go from just like, I have this one thing, it's PT, it's fitness, it's whatever. And now I want to transition to like, here's all the other aspects of your life that we can, yeah. we can help and improve upon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not just yeah. fitness, which is a great yeah. entry point, Yeah, but it's going to be really hard to make that transition. Like to sneak it in there and they don't even realize it. Yeah. But yeah. So our, uh, like the, this lifestyle nutrition, we're focusing more online with the program now, but most of my participants this round are present here. Mm-hmm. I break it into three categories. So there's the fitness and a lot of them just come to class. So we cover the fitness. We talk about what to do on the days off. There's the nutrition, which we talk about as being the core. And each month we kind of build on the steps where they're building the nutritional habits. And then I call what I call the lifestyle piece and just slide like pieces in there. Like, um, Keep it simple. chewing when you're eating, are you chewing your food? Like your homework this month is to like, put your fork down and chew. And people realize they're shoveling their food in their mouth. Um, There's somebody, and I think I think you may know her too, um, Courtney. I forget her last name. Yes, is she on the wellness committee at school? Yes, 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 yep, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's like, chew your food till it's liquid. Uh huh. And I was like, I don't freaking do yeah. that. <laughs> and so yeah. for two weeks, me yeah. and Liam, who just shovels food down, yes. me, ever since college, ever since I had five minutes to eat, I just shovel yep. food down, I swallow it, and I chew it. Now I'm chewing till it's liquid. It makes a freaking difference. Something yeah. that small. Yeah. Again, I'm a health professional. I should know these things, but I don't. And now just some yeah. small and simple implementation. Simple. You know, yeah. you can go a long way. You like kind of feel more full. Like you stop eating know. sooner. It's like it's natural portion control sometimes. Too. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it's just different. I can't yeah. really put my finger on it, but it's just digestion. Your body is the yeah. saliva creates the brain to, to the stomach. It's all it's right. science, but it's also mental too. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 it's like it's like when people would be like, Yeah, this stuff works, man. Like we may not like yeah. Hormonally and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it seems really hokey, but guess what? Your yeah. body's really freaking complicated. It, yeah. And there's stuff that you can do to make it better. You don't have to like 
I mean, I can go take you down the hormone pathways if you want to, but you're yeah. not going to care. Exactly. Just do it. Here's yeah. a really simple tool. And that's where I will, we'll have, so with the, with that, pro, like I do monthly educational, like we'll do a monthly call and I keep it super simple, but there's always one or two people that want to know more. Like this month we covered fats and, um, our lifestyle tip was listen more than you talk, um, just to kind of focus on being present, but the end recovery was the fitness piece, but they wanted to know more. So we take that in through the month through sending them more information, or I'll do like a weekly little video clip on like what types of fats or um, how much fat and mm -hmm. kind of, you know, you start to break it down for people that way. But in the beginning for those people that like, here's these fats are healthy, incorporate this, you know, you kind of keep it simple in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Man, I want to dig into that more. Yeah. It would be too big of a too big of an animal to sacrifice. I'm gonna go spitfire yeah. on you just real yeah. quick. Okay. okay let's All do the it. questions that I've come up with lately. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. What are you best at? Oh, I know. I just hit him with it immediately. I'm gonna say compliment empathy. yourself. Yeah, empathy. I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna say, is it my best quality and worst quality? I'm always like, I can. I want to know, like. I'm too empathetic sometimes, but yeah. it's a good thing was where I can put myself to work. Right. Like we talked about makes yeah. you a really good, uh, teacher. Yeah. Right. Very been observant there. of what, yeah. yeah. What somebody over here is feeling. And you know, my husband sometimes likes that. What? I'm like, no, I'm it's your surroundings. Are you aware of your surroundings? Yeah. yeah. I like it. Empathy. What do you suck at? Let's go immediately to the reverse. Hmm. I know it's probably, complimenting myself or giving myself credit for something. I think okay, I overthink yeah. when I leave a new situation or if I've done something like even leaving here, <laughs> like I'll get in my own head and overanalyze yeah. what I said, how I said it. Was that right? Maybe I should have said this. Like, right. I kind of overdo that. Do you struggle with that? And when you post videos on social media? Yes. Those live videos were hard to start doing. Yeah. But I just post, I don't even, yeah. I just, it's pure habit at this point. I just go post. I don't even look at the video. It can be terrible. Yes. Just post it, <laughs> man. Right. That's what just I started post, post and walk away. <laughs> if, you, if you watch it, you're going to, there's going to be something yes. wrong with every single video. Yes. We're working on the ums and yeah. the, I do this like thing or something. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got their thing and who cares? That's, a, yes. you know, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it, just go with it. That makes Mary Mary. All right. What is the number one thing? It's my new favorite question the public should do to maintain their health and fitness. One thing, one thing, one thing, keep it just one thing. Everyone's had something different. So it's, there's no right or wrong, right? Like I am going to say mine changes daily. <laughs> yeah. Uh, slowing down and focusing on what is more essential. Okay. Like it. Essentialism. Yeah, prioritize. <laughs> yes. And you can't do that until you really take a, a high level look yeah. at kind of what, what's going on. Yes. Um, I always forget. Wes is so good about reminding me. What is your definition of health? What makes a healthy person? Oh, gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> what right? makes a healthy person? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, oh, gosh. Like, what is your definition of health? A healthy yeah. person has these types of qualities or a healthy person is this or being healthy is this. Right? We've had all sorts of answers. There's a somewhat of a unifying theme, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I'm going to try to keep it simple in my, as, as that's the philosophy, oh, right? Sure. I, I don't know if I could, that's a big, not, I mean, we could yeah. literally do a whole podcast just yeah. on that. So I get it. So yeah. Um, I definitely think we have to move. That's like one, one piece of it. I'm going to go through my fitness nutrition, Lisa, but like one piece is move. Like move. I tell people, I don't care what you do. You have to start moving. 
And then you can figure it out from mm -hmm. there. Nutrition, it's the cleaner, the better. Don't overcomplicate it. How much in the beginning, just the more whole food unpackaged, the better. So if you can kind of start to clean that up. Um, and then to wrap it, to bundle it is just to slow down, like to start listening to yourself. So that's a really definition, but it's kind of three prongs of what I think health is when someone has to stop and say, what's healthy. It's, you know, are you moving? Are you putting clean stuff in? Yeah. And are you, you know, just mindfully just slow down and pay attention. What's yeah. Really it's pretty cool. common. Almost everybody usually has some sort of like mindfulness yeah. piece in there. Kind of you know? think about that one more though. I would love to say that in a concise sentence. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's just like the theme, the theme yeah. is in every podcast is like, it's not just the absence of sickness, right? Yeah. Which is what people think right. health is. Right. Like, I'm not actively sick. Like that's not being healthy. And, like, yeah. and still this difference between healthcare and what it's used for. And like, I don't, I mean, I, again, I can't go into the, that big of an animal, but like healthcare is meant to not keep you sick, yeah. right? It is meant to like, yeah. if you are sick to, you know, yeah. save your life. Yeah. But like this definition of health and seeking out services like that, yeah. which is now becoming finally like a bigger magnifying glass. We're starting to finally look at that. I yeah. want to create a bigger, I want to shine a yeah. huge spotlight on that. Like it's okay to spend money to do that. Yes. Like you actually have to, yeah. like the rewards will reap and then you don't have to go to the hospital. Have, right. No and how you look and feel about yourself. And like, the mental aspect. And then, how much yeah. that like, because that spirals into like, if I feel like crap, I'm going to eat crap and I'm going to sit on the couch. Right. But if I can look at myself, no matter what stage of training or whatever I'm in and give myself, you know, some self-love, really. Yeah. I think that was my quote of the day today. Self-love. Yeah. Word of gratitude shirt. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Here go the, um, come the fun ones. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. What is your walkout song? Oh gosh. Um, you know that I'm going to, you know, the song, um, it's good. I know. And I should know it, right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the waves of the ocean. The world is so big. I got the world in my hands. I have it posted. And there's a reason for that one that, that, that that's, this was the song. Like I got the playing. whole world in my hands. That's yeah. It? It's, um, I feel the waves of the ocean. Like I thought I could carry it all, but we'll link to it. You're I'm going to link it too. I'm going to yeah. send it to you. Okay. That song was playing when I totally flopped my last triathlon and like had an anxiety attack in the water. Yep. I remember, and I remember that yet. song coming on and it was a big, like, yeah, but that's switch. Whole, I could talk about that for days. Okay. We'll, we'll link to it. <laughs> I'm curious as well. Your favorite cartoon. Oh, this is awful. The Simpsons popped into my head, but it's not my favorite. It's my least favorite right now. Cause that's what the boys are watching. Oh, yeah. Um, Tom You're and Jerry. Favorite. Tom and Jerry. There you go. Yeah. I love Tom and Jerry. Those were so cool. They said nothing during the whole time. They're great cartoons. <laughs> uh, if you weren't a fitness professional, what would you be? Yeah. Teacher I... is acceptable, I guess, because, you know, but, you know, if you could pick anything. Yeah. This, this is a good one because Rich and I have talked about this, like, and this is if income weren't an issue, if I could be anything, I would probably volunteer in orphanages or like children, like in the hospital, working with children in some way, yeah. but I would immerse myself in volunteering in that. Like cool. Where needed. That's a freaking great answer. What is the last TV show you watched? Oh, Literally. last night. Yes. Uh, the sniper, the shooter or something. It's a series shooter We're catching up. I think it's called the shooter. Yeah. Right. I think there's a movie like a with Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Shooter. It's and now shooter. there's a series oh, on a series. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I <laughs> love it. Last book you read? Um, if you have any recommendations. 
What do I have? I'm halfway listening to now. It's actually on fasting, intermittent fasting. Okay. You can send it to me. Yeah, I'll yep. send it to you. Yeah, we'll, we'll link to it. I, I they're yeah they're mostly nutrition or um any mindset stuff. recommendations for people? Maybe one or two. Um yes for um I'm going blank but the the turning oh yes okay so unbreakable I just did unbreakable. unbreakable this was a good one unbreakable by Tom Shea okay this is if you are like a self help or even a business like he's a uh, business coaching kind of like all those kind of books. I've listened to them for years or what read them for years. And a lot of them are so fluffy. He's like, cut your crap and like honor your word, like stop whining and get up and get over yourself. And nice. It was like, like, yeah. Um, that and like the subtle art of not giving a, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but those people are like, loving that book. I see yeah. it all over the place. Cause it yeah. is, it's just kind of, um, but the unbreakable book, he, he has action steps and it's like, honor yeah. your word. Um, like just, be a good person and what's essential to you. What's yeah. Yeah. I love that those books are coming out because we're in a world right now where we're just so worried about what everything else is yes. going on and like being a little bit too nice and a little too emotional, yeah. a little too sensitive, which is fine. I'm all for sensitivity. I'm very sensitive right. guy. So is my son. And <laughs> we're working on that, but you know, it's uh there's sometimes just a draw a line where you have to be, I wouldn't call it selfish, but you got to do what's right for you or do the right thing. Like period. Do no matter if it hurts people's feelings. Taking like, ownership. Cause yeah. that's like the theme yeah. in our, our house now is like, you always have a choice. Yeah. And like, just like if I like, you know, it's funny because when you watch your kids, you, you see, all Oh man, the little mirrors. I hate it. I'm like, God. I'm like, you have a choice of how you respond yeah. to the situation. I'm yeah. like, did he just see my tantrum that I took? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh, it's, it's been quite a learning. Like you want to look into the mirror and know what all your bad habits are. Yeah. Have children. And then look, well, you're like, Oh man, yeah. I really whine that much. Yeah. I'm that sensitive. Yeah. Yes. I, I yell a little bit. Oh God. I a little bit. Or yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this was fantastic i really enjoyed awesome. it thank, thank you for you. coming on thanks for having me yeah as always please leave a review on itunes check us out on instagram healthy charleston comment let us know what kind of stuff you want to hear i actually got a recommendation from somebody on a review to yes. interview another person i was awesome. like man keep those coming because yeah uh, you know um anybody that you know locally or sometimes non-locally we will definitely love to have them on thanks so much what's up everybody Eve here. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Charleston Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. And please leave us any comments. We're always looking to improve or recommend a guest. Yes, we take recommendations. Also, if you want to learn a little bit more about us and our health and human performance clinic, where we do physical therapy and performance training, please go check out madetomovept.com. Again, that's made, the number two, movept.com. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.